3: There's three seconds left. You guys didn't use the timeout.
4: I'm looking at Mike Rob. I'm almost in tears. I'm like, what is going on? And then you run the play. Was there any panic? Was it, or was Coach Reed just like, look, run the play. We're going for it now. No, uh,
0: he. Uh, we knew we were going to get one more playoff. Uh, we wanted to wanted to do it down on this end zone. And um, we. I think it's funny. We go over these rules every single week. Um, and they prepare us for these moments. And I, when we're in the meetings, I'm like, man, I cannot. I, I cannot keep hearing these exact same things. But they prepared us for the overtime rules. Knew all the different scenarios and uh, it keeps us calm and uh, cool during those big moments.
3: It's all
5: well Courtney that's how you do it. If you're Andy Reed, that's how you pound it into your players when mm-hmm. it comes to the overtime rules yeah. and not how you do it I guess if you're Kyle Shanahan so
4: well especially um, the overtime rule like it, I'm talking about the fair catch on the kickoff or the out of bounds on the kickoff maybe those are things you don't pound into your team's head every week because they're rare rare you kind of let them know but the overtime rule that's something that can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like going into every single game that you could potentially go to overtime and this could happen. And there's a, a very good likelihood that at one point in time it will happen. And it happened to Kansas City, so that that's probably why they prepared for it. I mean, it happened to them prior to the rule change, but now they know, like, okay, this we got to be prepared for this when it happens. The fact that Kyle Shanahan doesn't at least – Inform his players to say, hey, the new rule for this year, and it might only be a couple times during the season, is that if we go to overtime, both teams get the ball regardless if the first team scores a touchdown.
5: Yeah. But again, you're playing in the NFL. You don't know... That very important rule. There's like, a lot of
4: rules yeah, in the NFL.
5: I There's know, just so I, many. That's like the like the guy who works at the widget factory
4: doesn't know to put his safety goggles on. I mean, no, nah, but that's not like a very ba- topical. <laughs> 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 that's not like a basic rule. Like a rule in the NFL, if you're an offensive player and you and you go out of bounds, you got to resta- rest- You got to reestablish yourself in bounds. That, those type of rules, like you start to know those things. Yeah. But something like that, I mean, yeah, I would expect them to know it, but it's the coach's job to make sure the players know the rules inside and out. But this
1: rule, just to sort of rip Shanahan here, is an effect because of a game he coached in. (laughs) This is a reaction to Super Bowl 51 where Mm -hmm. the Falcons, MVP that year, Matt Ryan, never touched the ball in overtime because the Patriots won the toss and scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I think everybody's to blame. I think the players are to blame. It doesn't change what you do. I mean, if you're a defensive player, your goal is to stop the Chiefs from scoring. I don't think this changed the outcome, but it really is a negative look on Kyle Shanahan. Another thing is, look at teams that lose Super Bowls, minus the the Chiefs, who lost to the Bucks and then won the next year, and the Patriots in 2017, who lost to the Eagles and won the next year. There's like nobody in the last 30 years that lost a Super Bowl and got back.
0: And normally they fall apart, like
5: fall on their face
0: the following season. Right.
5: All right. Well, we will get to Courtney and today's news coming up at 730. And if you're just waking up, I feel like Curtis should have consulted his doctor, his concierge doctor on the Bombo Genesis, because he would have called it a nothing burger. Uh, We're going to get... Uh, A whole two inches of snow in the city of Boston today, so... (laughs) Up, uh, hopefully, you stocked up on the bread and the milk and you got the shovel ready to go and you got the space saver out there. And uh, it may be, I mean, maybe maybe three inches, Curtis, if yeah, things get really bad today. Could yeah. be up to four to five, but okay. I'm just glad you listened to me and not to Reiner and the other boobs. Yeah, I mean, you want you again, you're 2 and 0, I think, this year when it comes to you v. Jeremy Reiner. I mean,
1: can I get an open like Boston's most trusted and accurate weatherman, Chris Curtis? Uh-huh. Not to
6: piss you and Curtis off, but I do have a question about this. Is this a result of global warming? What are you talking about? It does feel like we're not having these bombo cyclones anymore. I, we're in and an when I was growing an, in, up it in, was
5: We're in an El Nino. Like uh, that's what happens with the El Nino, Curtis. Right? It can shift. Yeah, this it, this storm is shifting it's, south.
4: It's Nino, so
5: yeah, Nino, whatever Nino, uh, Nino. You, uh, Greg's it, a
4: fan of the Nino.
5: Uh, you, know, you know what it is. Well, and Curtis did say
4: it's too warm, right? right. But he did say right. that yesterday before anybody else. He said it's yeah. too warm, and but I don't get I don't get how you go from twelve inches of snow. To two? a two. Because the the storm shifted
0: south into the ocean.
6: (laughs) So I don't need to worry about global warming still. No, you're fine.
1: El Nino's, (laughs) my best friend explained this to me over the weekend. He's in produce. He said everybody he talks to that he buys produce from in Mexico and Central America, wherever, Uh, he says it's an El Nino winter. We've had El Nino's for thousands of years. They're a little warmer. They're a little tougher on the back end. It is not because... Greg drives an escalate.
5: Is he top 10 in produce? He's the best. Number one. The best produce
1: man in the world.
5: Would he be be upset if he was number seven in the U.S. in produce? Good question. I'll ask
1: him. Okay, we ask him about (laughs) that. I will. (laughs) I'll say, Jeff, what are you?
5: Let's get to this.
3: It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door fence. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Set it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me face them. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They set it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com
5: I'm just going to say it. Customer complaint I got yesterday, and you know, I like to pay attention to every single customer complaint. They're very important mm-hmm. to me. They said, I don't need to tell everybody what they said it is, because everybody knows what they said it is. Yeah, Where do but, you stand on that?
0: No, uh, I think you continue to do what you're doing, because some days, there are people who have never listened to the show before, happen to turn on the radio, okay. they find themselves within the segment they said it, and they go, what the hell is this? What is this? Like, right.
5: what are they, why are they playing this audio from people? Yep. Right. Okay. All I right. mean, so, you yeah. got to
4: do it every day.
5: Uh, Sometimes the... I
4: forget the name of what it's called. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. <laughs> forgotten it. Is it... Yes, that's
5: true.
4: <laughs> this is what they said.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Where should we start, Sean?
0: Uh, well, Greg, one of the questions leading up to the Super Bowl was Will Andy Reid retire? Yesterday, he answered that question. Here is what Andy Reid said.
3: I think I understood you to say after the game last night you're coming back for another season, is that right? Yep, yep. Why not uh, ride off into the sunset? You know, Adam, I I honestly haven't even thought about it, but I get asked it. I mean, I'm still kind of in awe of the the game and and what went on there, so I really haven't thought why or what or anything else, but people keep asking me, and I I keep saying, why did Palachek and Pete retire, you know? Those guys, they ask those old guys a question. But I'm, I'm the old guy now, <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to be asked that. I really haven't gone there. I haven't really thought about it.
5: Yeah, why would you? What I else mean, would you do? The
1: biggest well, nothing burger, if you want to talk about nothing burgers, that we actually entertain Belichick going to the Chiefs <laughs> and Andy Reid retiring <laughs> is the dumbest conversation of all time. But why would mind. you retire when you have the best player at the most important position?
5: Right. Like, never mind what else would you do. Mm-hmm. The guy is locked in with a great chance of winning a couple additional Super Bowls. Why would
4: he go anywhere? But even if you didn't have the best player, if that's what you did and you're only 66, like 70 years old, 72 is not that old, and you're still capable of doing that – why would you retire? And you yeah. make great money to do that. What else are you going to do? Yeah, you might go play a couple rounds of golf, but isn't that going to get boring? Yeah,
5: no. I mean, he's probably a l- little bit afraid of the absolute savagery of the roid rage guy that he has on his team <laughs> and how he might get injured there. But, all
0: right, what else, Shy? Uh, Next, Greg, we had a conversation yesterday, a very intense conversation about Brock Purdy and his fault or culpability in the loss there against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Colin Cowherd uh, talked about Brock Purdy's performance yesterday.
5: Eli Manning beat Brady twice in these games, and Eli made the throw. Mario Manningham and David Tyree. Purdy missed a touchdown in this game. You know, you didn't blitz Brady. You didn't blitz Mahomes. The, The great ones, you don't even screw
3: around with that. The way to stop Purdy is Blitz.
1: I thought he had a good game. He played a winning football game. Uh, th- there were some plays at the end where, you know, he just gets hit. Like you said, I mean, he, he's not going to break Chris Jones' tackle, but I, I thought for the most part he was pretty damn good. He's not Mahomes, and that's been the whole argument. He's not. I mean, this are, are we watching? I mean, the conversation now, this guy's got his third Super Bowl, and, I mean, what a remarkable final drive.
5: Yeah, I mean, again, the, the body of work mm-hmm. is short when it comes to Rock Purdy. So yeah. we'll see what he ends up being. Yeah, I mean, I just we'll, we'll think think find out next to, year. To, you know, some want to declare him to be a, a you know, Average game manager, a nothing burger, and, and but that's and, what and he I is think, as of right now. I, he got his team to the Super Bowl. He was in Jimmy the M- Garoppolo
4: got his he, team okay, to the Super in, Bowl. In the MV- Matt Ryan got his team to the Super he Bowl. He was in the
5: MVP conversation. Jared
4: Goff got his team to the Super Bowl. So there are a lot. Matt Ryan won the MVP just because you win an MVP or you're in the MVP category doesn't mean. That's who you are. Carson Wentz was the runner-up for the MVP right. one year. Wait, but when you look at the player and you go, Okay, what is this player? Is he a good player? Yes. Don't get butthurt when people say, okay, he's a game manager, you have to build an elite team around him. The question is, can he do what he did with Arizona, New England, the Jets? Yeah. Like that's the difference. When we're when we're talking about Brady. We're talking about Mahomes. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, um, uh, Lamar Jackson, or even Joe Burrow. If you were to put them on different teams, could they change what that team is? You saw with C.J. Stroud. It looks like he can change what a team is. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy hasn't been able to prove that yet, and he's looking more like a guy— that doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but you have to have everything around them. Like Curtis says, has to be perfect. Okay.
0: Anything else, Sean? Yeah, one more thing for you. Courtney mentioned it in trending earlier. Tiger Woods revealed his new Sunday Red uh, apparel brand in line, and he spoke yesterday about Sunday Red, what it means to him, and why he paired up with TaylorMade.
2: Well, I trust TaylorMade because it's we built a uh, we forged an amazing relationship with the product and the testing process. And it was about getting it right. And it's about the athlete hitting the shot and being precise and winning events. And that's what I'm all about. Well, Sunday Red, well, it kind of says it. You know, it's me, right? It, I, I've i worn red on Sundays. It started with mom. Mom thought being a Capricorn that my power color was red. And so I wore red as a junior golfer and I won some tournaments. And lo and behold, this is its weird. I, I go to a, a university that is red. Stanford's red. Uh, we always wore red on the, the final day that we played every single tournament. And then every single tournament I've played as a professional, I've worn red.
5: Oh, I like I- the logo. Yeah. That's pretty good. I don't know about the gear. I don't know how much it is. Smart by him. Would you prefer a new piece of Sunday Red apparel from Tiger Woods or the Dunk Kings tracksuit for $120? <laughs> I'll take some ti- I'll take some Sunday Red. You would? Yeah. The Dunk Kings tracksuit sold out in 18 minutes. Yeah, it was them- a
6: hot commodity. I hope they restocked.
4: Somebody said they just flipped it on eBay for $450. Bucks. And yeah. I think
1: they're available again today if you go to the website. Really? Okay, restocked. they're back. Yeah, I
4: think they're probably going to be more of like collector's items. I'd wear it. But it's, it's I- smart on Tiger's part, right? Yeah. He's doing what Jordan did and kind of breaking away and doing his own thing. You don't think once, has Sunday Red hit the shells yet? No.
5: Uh, it's coming he's, now, I think. Yeah, has he's debuting yet. at this point. Yeah. All
4: right, but I guarantee you when it hits the shells because of who he is, That sells out anything, and now it's his stuff rather than having to share some of it with Nike. And Tiger,
1: if you like the Tiger series or the Tiger book that was on HBO, I believe, the same person who wrote about Tiger did the Dynasty book, and that's the Apple TV broadcast. Yes, same
5: director of the Tiger series that we talked about that was on HBO, which was excellent. Excellent. Jeff Um, Benedict
1: wrote the book. He also wrote Dynasty. He's really good, so I'm I'm optimistic about Dynasty.
5: Okay. Um, That is they said it.
3: The Rich Keefe Show. Weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEI.
6: Trending now brought to you by Shaw's Northeastern is your beanpot champion. A four to three overtime win over BU, winning their fifth bean pot in six years. Senior gunner Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner and was named tournament MVP. The Celtics take on the Nets on the road tonight. Tip is at 7:30. We've got three guys on the injury report. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as questionable, while Jaden Springer and Xavier Tillman are both out.
5: Mm. Uh, Also, I just heard Tanner has a guy on the injury report for building maintenance today. And so, (laughs) Curtis, he's going to have to restock some of the toilet paper in some of the bathrooms. It's a real issue over there.
1: I highly recommend giving Tanner a follow on Twitter. Uh I I found this doozy. I'm not lying. Courtney can verify. Uh The devil wants you to have a history, but Jesus wants you to have a destiny. All right.
5: Praise praise Jesus. Hallelujah. man. Amen. All right.
6: Amen. Okay. Amen. Hello, Tanner. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And the Bruins are home to take on the lightning. Puck drop is at 7. If you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan or if you're a Swifty and want to see if Taylor Swift shows up at the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> championship parade, that will take place tomorrow. It's scheduled to Can't start she? at 11 a.m. Yeah, her next show is not till the 16th. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shime. <laughs> and love is at bloom at Shaw's in Star <laughs> Market. Just in time for Valentine's. Day, pick up a rose bouquet available in red and assorted colors. Now, Shaw's was nice enough to send me a Valentine's Day bouquet. All right. Assorted colors, stunning, and it smells unbelievable if you're oh. watching on Twitch right now. Wow. This is the bouquet.
5: That is a win for Santo. He doesn't have hey. to get you anything for Valentine's uh, Day. I think he still do. He still does. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, he can. not You probably have high expectations tomorrow from Santo. No,
6: we're going to a nice dinner. I just want quality time. And love. Oh, <laughs> right, a
5: little uh, cutie. Yeah. yeah. What if he doesn't get you? Does he have to get you jewelry?
6: No, Probably. last year I got a, a pair of PJs that I love.
5: Okay. Yeah. This year she's hoping for an actual
1: PJ. <laughs> that
6: would be nice. Uh, choose from a wide assortment for your someone special. Shaw's and Star Market is your one-stop Valentine headquarters. Shaw's and Star Market perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather.
1: Thank you, Courtney. Uh, just a quick question. What do you think about the snow missing us to the south?
6: Hallelujah. Oh,
1: 38 degrees drizzling outside. Uh, we're going to get a couple inches of snow. It's South Shore, Abington, down the South Coast. Should get a little bit more, but it'll all be over by this
3: afternoon or early evening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.